This is episode number 68 of The Middle, Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm your host this week, Sal DiVincenzo, joined by my fabulous colleagues, Sarah Fade. Hi. And Nicole Rambo. Hello. And we are here to both educate and entertain you on all the wonderful things that we have to offer here at Middle Country Public Library. Hello, ladies. How are you? Good. Good. And uh, we are officially in summer season. Mm-hmm. Yay. Um, but we have one more spring program. That I want to mention. Sure. <laughs> uh, in a little bit of housekeeping. Next week, Friday, June 7th, from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., is our spring jubilee. It's for families to come out and celebrate the season opening of the Nature Explorium. There's going to be nature based arts, crafts, and live music. Nice. So uh, mark your calendars for next Friday. Uh, June 7th, 4 to 7 p.m. in Center Reach. And that's open to everybody? That is open to families families Families. and middle country families middle country families Mm -hmm. very good and it's a drop-in you don't have to register for that just come down and have fun okay with that out of the way uh sarah why didn't you go first this week what do you have for us all right so i have some suggested summer reads because spring is here and summer is right around the corner it's getting warmer so um, for those who might want to go to the beach or just mm-hmm. lounge around and right, right exactly. <laughs> so um, these are some suggested hot titles for the summer. Um, this list is compiled by Publishers Weekly. Oh, okay. Is, yeah. This is going to be a mixture of YA and adult titles. Oh, nice. So they're suggesting a book called Aurora Rising by Amy Kaufman. And Jay Kristoff, and it is this is a YA book, okay. and it is a science fiction, and um, it says here an ensemble cast of misfits, blistering sarcasm, and characters who are really good at what they do but terrible when interacting with other people. Oh, yeah. So that seems <laughs> like can really science fiction, a little bit of sarcastic yeah. humor. Fun. <clears throat> I think that'll be a fast fun read, right? Yeah. So the other title is The October Man by Ben Aronovich. This looks like it is uh, deadpan humor, supernatural police, hmm. and some sexy river gods thrown in there. Sexy river gods? <laughs> sexy river gods. All right. I don't know about you, <laughs> but when it comes to river gods, <laughs> I want mine sexy. Yeah, well- the, the, Is there any other kind? I was just going to say, I don't know <laughs> if that's- uh... <clears throat> um, Okay. So then we have The Paper Wasp by Lauren Acampora. And they describe it as a feeling when you know things are about to go horribly wrong, but you're not sure exactly how and you can't look away. Oh, yes. That is, I guess, a little bit of sus- suspense. Is it, Are these all YA or? No. They're mixed in. Yeah. So oh, okay. um, Aurora Rising is the only YA book so far. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Perfect Fraud by Ellen LaCourt. It's a Harper book. What is a beach read exactly? For me, it's a perfect page turner that adds to the bliss of summer. This one hits the mark. Okay. So uh, I see words like psychic, Fun. mother, <laughs> and a mysteriously sick child. Ooh. What? Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> intention. So that looks like. <laughs> I love answer. this review. <laughs> Just give me words. <laughs> the other side, I think. <laughs> okay. So here we go. This is uh, The Redemption of Time. I think okay. it's a science fiction. Three body problem novel. Give me some words. Okay, so <laughs> here we go. Science fiction. All right. Let's see. Magnificent. Okay. Grand arc. Ooh. 
melancholy. Oh, man. oh you're gonna like this okay. cosmic Romeo and Juliet. I'm in, sold. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll put that on hold. Yeah, but that is uh, an adult book as well. Okay. Okay. So this uh, I've seen this title a lot. Yeah. Red, white, yes. and royal blue. I I heard this was excellent. I wonder what kind of book this is. <laughs> Casey McQuiston. It's a Griffin uh, title. Delightful. Okay. Alternate universe. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Elected Texas woman president. Oh, sold. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Her. Okay. So <laughs> I can't just say words with this one. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> So this is an alternate universe, a U.S. elected Texas woman president. Mm-hmm. She has a half-Mexican son, Alex, who mm-hmm. is obsessed with Henry, the Prince of Wales. Oh, okay. my God. Yeah. So, well, you know. Amazing. So, yeah. So our president's son sure. wants to kiss Henry, the Prince of Wales. Who wouldn't? I know. So star- hysterical late night texting and passionately romantic letters ensue. The- their story cracked me up almost nonstop with just enough tension, pointed politics, and happy sniffling to balance the humor. Aww. It's a royal rom-com that is absolutely divine. Totally up my alley. Yeah. I was so, say, yeah, this that's is everything yeah. I want. On hold. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a very popular title yeah, for summer too. reading. Yeah. 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 Uh, Searching for Sylvie Lee. This is also another book that I heard a lot of buzz about. Mm-hmm. It's by Jean Kwok. Uh, she wrote A Girl in Translation, which is another popular book. The latest book centers on an insecure young woman's search for her older sister, Sylvie, who's gone missing. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. Okay. So I think it's a suspense sort of book, but I think it's a page turner. All right, I'm just going to not go over all of them. We'll clue this in the notes because it's yes, a lot. Yes, we will put a lot. So, do we have all of these titles or like are they coming in? Some of them? Uh, so, we either have them or they're coming and they're in. they're on order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also checked Book, book Riot on one of <laughs> oh our- Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I don't know where I heard this. You, I didn't have enough time to do the Book Riot song, so I got to come up with that. And um, But they also have the best beach books titles also <laughs> so um i've heard of this title too daisy jones and the six by taylor jenkins reed and i know the author i haven't heard the book yet. yeah so i've seen this title around so it's probably gonna be popular too but mm-hmm. it's a fiction book and it's um about a fleetwood mac like rock band oh yes okay yeah. okay yes, yes yeah it's a documentary style format so it's a fast one read mm-hmm. so that's always yeah. good um aisha at last i've also mm-hmm. heard of this by uzma jalaladin if I said that wrong, I apologize, but um, I can't think of a better beach read than a diverse modern retelling of Pride and Prejudice. Oh, oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So that's how many also... T- I'm going to how- take a lot of vacation days and just sit on the beach. How many times has Pride and Prejudice been re- retold? It's a classic story. Yeah, it is. And <laughs> I have to say, it. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very good. Really? Yeah, very good. And it was romantic. Um, let's see. And the last one... Oh, red, white, and royal blue. Yeah. Okay, so let's just pick this one. Professor Chandra Follows His Bliss by Rajiv. I'm going to let Nicole take a gander at that last name. Okay. Balasubramanian. Oh, that sounded She won. She's got it. Yeah. So uh, by Rajiv Balasubramanian. Ramanyam. When Professor Chandra fails to get the Nobel again and is knocked off his bike in Cambridge, he realizes something has to change, of course. Or maybe it's not that he realizes it as much as fate is pushing him there. He's never had any patience for what he'd see as sentimental mumbo-jumbo, and yet through complicated reasons involving his ex-wife, he finds Mm. himself at a retreat at Esalon in Big Sur, 
which might just change everything. It's a warm-hearted, emotionally intelligent book, and what could be more beachy than California? Hmm, very nice. Yeah. They have a lot of beaches in California. I, I would, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's just a little sprinkling of the lists. So there will be plenty yeah. of good beach titles. That was I'm more excited. than just a sprinkling, Sarah. You you brought your A-game this week. Yeah, and I was like... All the books. Yeah. All right. You hear that rustling, people? That's yes. All, <laughs> that's the all the titles. All titles here. Well, thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. Nicole. Yes. You have something special to share with us this week. We're going to take another quiz together. Oh, my goodness. Yay! We've done this before, so we're going to do it again. Um, this quiz is from Epic Reads, which is a HarperCollins um, website. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this, you know, bear, I feel like you have you should tell you should tell people that before you like get into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so the quiz is plan your beach day and get a Sarah Dessen book rec. She's a YA author. Mm-hmm. So and I'm pretty sure all of the book recommendations are by Sarah Dessen. But if you look in our catalog, like if you you know, type in the title that you get recommended. Beneath it um, usually comes up like read-alikes yes. and other authors that are similar. You know what I mean? So yeah. even though we are going to start off with a Sarah Dessen book, feel free to like see other read-alikes mm-hmm. that you're into so you're not just, um, you know, forced to read her. Forced. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Ready for the quiz? You ready, Sarah? Go for it. Okay. So first one is actually a picture that you have to choose. So they're beach bags. You okay. know, like have an idea of a beach bag in your mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have a red and white striped one, for mm-hmm. example, mm-hmm. a blue, like meshy one, mm-hmm. another navy blue one that says books, 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 books on it, and then one that's watermelons. Oh. Oh. I'm totally into the watermelons. Me too. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Watermelons. Great minds. Great. Yes. <laughs> Next. What's the first thing you're packing? Sunscreen, all the books I can carry, a beach towel. I'm packing a beach towel. Sunscreen. Do you guys want to do it together or separate? You can do Sal. Okay, we're doing Sal. Okay, so <laughs> Sal, a beach towel. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, who are you beaching with? Friends, family, a couple of books, and me, myself, and I. Family. Mm-hmm. Family. What else is a beach bag must? Headphones for audiobook listening, a beach umbrella, I'm trying not to burn, only books. It's funny how like it's like books by HarperCollins or books, audiobooks by HarperCollins <laughs> or well, or a bottle of water. <laughs> yeah. Or Wilson, the beach ball. <laughs> I'm going to uh, do the umbrella. Okay. Mm, me too. Yes. Okay. We're old. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Sarah, we're not we're not even going to the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like to swim? I'm practically a fish. Honestly, I'd rather be reading. I could take it or leave it. Oh, I I like to swim. Hmm. Do you like to swim, Sarah? Not in the ocean. Okay. It's it's a big toilet (laughs) bowl for fish. Okay. Where else are they gonna go, Sarah? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't want to swim in their toilet. They don't want to swim in my toilet. I, I like pools. That's like yeah. the filters. <laughs> pools are all right. Okay, sure. Well, you don't. That's supposed to poop in a pool. You're not supposed to. Um. So, are you <laughs> are you practically a fish then, Sal? Yeah, I'll say p- practically a fish. Okay. What are you hitting up um, by the snack bar? A mm-hmm. hamburger. Ice cream, pizza, or pineapple? Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, like a a healthy fruit snack. Uh, Hamburger. A hamburger. Hamburger. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm surprised there wasn't any books in there. Yeah. A book-shaped <laughs> popsicle. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Are you at the ocean or a lake? Oh, ocean. ocean. Yeah, no. Just stay out of the lakes. Really? I like a lake. Really? Um, I hate, you know what? I think I, leeches. I hate right? sand. No, I think ame- those amoebas that swim up your nose and eat Ew. your brain. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Ocean it is. <laughs> Uh oh! What's the last thing you almost forgot? My sunglasses. I always forget those. A backup book, just you know, in case. <laughs> a cooler for snacks. Oh, it'd be sunglasses. I would. That would yeah. be the easy. Yeah. You know. Okay. Snacks are important. Mm-hmm. Evidently, right. not as important as the books, as but books. we're gonna find out. Yeah. Okay. So, based on this, you'd be interested in Harper Collins. Author <laughs> in large print. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, so your result is the rest of the story. Hmm. Our newest book, actually. Oh, see that? A big hearted, sweeping novel about a girl who reconnects with a part of her family she hasn't seen since she was a little girl and falls in love all over the course of a magical summer. Oh, that's okay. nice. Yeah. That is very nice. Yeah, so we don't have this yet because it just came out in sure. May. Um, but you know, it'll be on order. But that's your book recommendation. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, Nicole, I do appreciate that. But unfortunately, we only heard about me and some of Sarah. I would like to know some of your answers to those questions. Okay. So Is it books, books, let's... books, and books? No, I don't think I picked any books. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I picked... Um, Headphones for audio listening. Okay. I did. I was just when I was away recently. I did listen to the audiobook at the pool, and it was very nice. Sure. Oh so, yeah, I picked the red and white striped bag. Okay. So it was like very French. Uh huh. <laughs> um, I picked the lake. I I don't yeah. like the sand, so I like. Oh okay. I could like boats. What's in the lake then? No, it's not as sandy as like ocean sand like i don't like it's like a nice little pier you walk out yeah to i don't know i don't uh, you know like uh, i like i can of, be on a boat in the ocean like yeah. i like to swim in the ocean it doesn't scare me or anything but i hate all the sand you settle in the amoebas come swimming out <laughs> I, but i'm with sarah like if i had to choose i pick a pool yeah oh yeah like well yeah i like yeah pools, so yeah. i like pools that was it i would eat pineapple i was just gonna ask yeah yeah, yeah obviously because there's no other choice be- on, on no, the menu for you like, yeah um what other questions were there? Mm. I got the book The Moon and More when I took it. Another Sarah Dessen book. So I think I'm going to take that out. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Awesome. So we'll put some of those in the show notes. How's that sound? Yeah. We'll put the quiz in the show notes. We'll put you the guys, quiz in the show you notes. You guys take the quiz. All right. See what Very you good. get. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. For our focus segment this week, very happy to have Stephanie Vecchio back in the studio. Hello, Stephanie. Hello. Thank you for having me back. It is our pleasure. And today, we are going to get an update on the 3D printing uh, systems that we have here at the library, Mm -hmm. Um, many of which, if not all, is available to our patrons to access. Is that correct? All of them are available. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So let's kind of go backwards just a little tiny bit. Sure. The last time you were on, we were probably talking about uh, the MakerBot. We might have talked about the MakerBot, and we also talked about the Prusa, which That's right. was very new at the time yes. when we talked about it. Now we're very used to the Prusa. We're used to the Prusa as well as we are used to other 3D yes. printing. So why don't you give us an update on what new technology do we have here at the library for our patrons? Sure. So the MakerBots are sort of 
we're, we're done with the maker bots. They kind of stopped Aww. working. They they served their purpose so and sad. they served us well for many years. So we have uh, two 3D printers are uh, called Prusas. So we have two now because we were getting so many requests and this way we can work. Um, do multiple jobs at the same time. Excellent. And for the Prusas, what's really great, we have a brand new multi-material extruder, which is essentially just lets you have five different types of material or filaments extrude at the same time. So you could actually print a 3D design with different colors, which is really cool. That is excellent. It's very new, so we're still sort of fine-tuning it. It's more like a coming soon, but it will be something that our patrons can can use going forward in the future. Excellent. Um, and the Prusas are really great. In coming soon, we have a new filament. It's metallic. Uh, so it's sort of like a mixed material. It's regular plastic material as well as metal. So it's actually metal. It's actual metallic. And, and metal is coming out of the extruder. Yes. Not. Now, what is the extruder? Let's. I know what an extruder right, is. You right. know what an extruder yes, is. Yes, of course. Just for our listeners, really quickly, what is an extruder, Stephanie? So the extruder is essentially, it's a piece of equipment. It's attached to the 3D printer, and it heats the, the material that goes in and pushes it out. It extrudes it out onto kind of like a, just a plate, a slight magnetic okay. plate. And that's where the 3D print layer by layer builds up and you get your 3D printed design. So the extruder is really the most important part because it, if it doesn't work, then it doesn't heat the filament or the material sure. and it doesn't come out. It's kind of like a nozzle, let's say. It's, it's sort of part of the extruder is a nozzle. Okay. So there's a little teeny 0.4 millimeter nozzle okay. inside the extruder and that's where it comes out. And when if, if someone has uh, seen video of a 3D printer, it's usually the thing that's moving around, yes. correct? Okay. Yes, the extruder moves back and forth, up and down as it's building the design. It really is literally thin layer by thin layer until you get a 3D printed design. That's fantastic. Yeah. So this new metal-based mm-hmm. filament, what kind of uh, applications do you think folks can use this for? Well, you can use it for, I mean, just about anything, but it's really great. I've seen people do sort of like busts, sort of like statues uh, that have a more metallic look to them. Nice, okay. And you can use it more in, like I I know that people have a tendency to use it for prototyping. It's really great for prototyping. It's, it could even be a part replacement, especially since there is metal in that part. So it might have more stability rather than just plastic. Mm -hmm. But the plastic that we use is so sturdy and so durable. There are some that aren't that are very sensitive, but most of the plastic is great. And the metallic is just something extra. And then we'll also be having a, um, a mixed material with wood as well. Seriously? With wood, yeah. So does the wood come out of the extruder just like anything else? just like anything else. It gets melted because it's mixed with the plastic. Oh, I see. And same thing with the metal. It gets melted through the nozzle and it builds up and it does have a slight wood look to it. So this is pretty much like a look. It's getting closer to something, someone's design to look more like wood and look more like metal. Exactly. And there's 3D printers out there who can do very heavy duty printing, but that's just not something that's... A library would do. Sure, that's sure. more for businesses and. Not We're not going to print any like actual, you know, human hearts here, right? No, it's not, it's not no, a, but they are doing list. that. Yeah, they are doing it, but not here at the library. <laughs> but not here at the library. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. 
So those are the Prusas. Those are the Prusas, yes. Well, why are they called Prusas? This is an it's interesting named, story. It's named after the Polish creator of the machine. That's his name. Josef Prusa. That's from, awesome. Yeah, so he named it after himself, and it's, Very a, smart. it's a great name to have. Exactly. He exactly. even has a 3D printed uh, design of his face that you can there print you if go. you want to. <laughs> That's your test print. <laughs> exactly. Let's see, let's see the, guy, the guy who made it. Yes. So what else do we have besides Prusas? We have a very cool looking and and just generally cool machine called the Ultimaker. Okay. And it is it looks like it belongs in a lab. It doesn't necessarily look like it belongs in a library, but it's so cool. It's this tall white machine and it can do some really wonderful uh, materials and one of the best things about it it has a dissolvable support so that when you're building a 3D design if it's something that might be a little bit unstable or it's not perfectly round or perfectly square, we use something called supports to hold it up as it's being printed so there's no damage done. And sometimes they're hard to get off. Mm -hmm. So the dissolvable supports are great because they build with the design and then you put it in warm water for a certain amount of time and those supports just melt away. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, is it because the, 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 the system knows that those particular supports are not meant to be there. Right. So it does something different to the supports than it does to the actual thing. It's, in a way, it's essentially the same type of support. So we, when we go into 3D print, it's all computer controlled. Okay. So when we tell the printer to print something, we can put in, okay, this this type of material, because it's two types of material in one, is a dissolvable support. That's so amazing. the printer knows exactly what it's building and how to build it properly. So it's really great, and it's it's alcohol based, which is why it melts away in warm water. Excellent, mm -hmm. excellent. And that one also does nylon, which is very sturdy material, and um, it does them beautifully. They're soft and smooth, and and they're they're really well printed. Great, mm -hmm. excellent. So that's the Ultimaker. The Ultimaker. Okay, yes. and what else do we? We have one more. We have one more. It's called the Form Two. It's okay. a resin printer. So it's it's slightly different than a regular 3D printer. It does 3D designs, but the 3D printers like the Prusa and the Ultimaker are plastic or filament based. So there is sort of like a spool of material that gets melted. This is actually with resin. So this is like a powdered material. It's like it has cartridges that um, kind of melt to become liquid. That's so interesting. It's really, really fun to watch, and it builds some really great sturdy designs. It has clear. We've got white, black, and um, we will be. We have a flexible material too, okay. which someone recently printed pieces for binoculars. Nice, and they were actually able to print the soft flexible pieces that actually attach oh, to your yeah, eyes yeah. using that flexible resin. Oh wow. So it was really, really neat to watch it. And it's it's really neat to watch because it, it builds up layer by layer just like a 3D printer, but it does it with liquid. So it's a little slower, but it's mm. also really fun to watch the liquid go up and down. Now there's as, no as extruder. There's no right? extruder okay. in in the same sense this, as a regular yeah. 3D printer. No. It's a little different. Um, and the form two is really great for people who are looking for a sturdier design or someone who's really maybe going to use this for something, um, but more like a prototype or a part that they want to replace. Sure. It's really great for that. And that flexible resin is really oh, wonderful absolutely. as well. Yeah. And you, that's such a great practical use for yes. the 3D printer mm -hmm. because those pieces tend to fall off after a while on, yes. the, on the binoculars. So it's, it's nice to be able to replace those. Yeah. They were able to put together small binoculars just using the 3D printer. That's great. 
Yeah, and and they all range different with different pricing. And as we get different material, the prices will change. But we are constantly adding new things to our three D printing services. Great. Um, and yeah. Yeah. So let, speaking of uh, mm-hmm. printing services, if you just can go over summarize how that works. If I'm a patron, I have a library card here mm-hmm. at Middle Country. What would I have to do to come in and utilize these printers? So we have a 3D printing page. It's very simple. It's mcplibrary.org slash 3D dash printer. That's the URL, nice and easy. And from there, you can view the different prices and what we have to offer, as well as submit a project request. So you, we do usually ask that you have a middle country library card, but it is a service that if an out-of-district patron, someone who doesn't have a card with us, wants to use and we have the time, we will allow them to print as well. So you submit a request with the type of filament you want or material, and the cost will be there for you. You can choose your color. We have a really wide range of colors, which is great. Put your library card in, the type of design you're looking for, and the project gets submitted, and one of our staff members will reach out to you within a couple of days um, for more information. And the the cost, we're not talking about Huge, gigantic costs here. These are very affordable materials that we're charging. We try to keep it as affordable as we can for the patron. So like the Prusa ranges from, say, five cents per gram. We measure it all in grams, which is easier because, you know, you get a weighted project. uh, project. So the Prusa runs from five cents to 15 cents per gram for the filament. And the Ultimaker is... Very, very similar in price. We usually started at about $0.10 cents just because the material is a bit um, more coarse. It's heavier. Mm-hmm. And the resin we measure in milliliters because it's a liquid. So that we run from $0.30 cents to $0.50 cents per milliliter. Okay. So it's pretty affordable. And after someone submits a project, on average, what are we talking about as far as how long? On average, it really varies based on the project, but probably about a week. Okay. And, and or you know maybe five business days let's say sometimes it can be fewer sometimes it can be significantly more if it's a larger project we've had some very large pieces that sometimes have to be run more than once for us to get them right mm-hmm. a lot of times with 3d printing it's trial and error sure and with 3d printing we always recommend that patrons use a website called thingiverse which great is website. really it's great it has all types of different 3D uh, designs for you to to browse and download and send to us. And there's lots of free 3D printing design software that you can even use to build your own 3D printing design. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Well, it sounds fabulous. It's a great service that we have here at the library. Mm -hmm. And we will put in the show notes a link to that page. And Stephanie, I greatly appreciate you coming down and speaking with us again. And that does it for another episode of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you go outside and enjoy your books that you've um, gotten from your quiz here. Yeah. <laughs> or Sarah's or Sarah's recommendations. <laughs> yeah, and, let uh, us know. And let us know. Uh, how can folks let us know about that, Nicole? You can email us. Yes. What is the email address? Every time you do this. MCPL. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? MCPL podcast. No S. MCPL. <laughs> Podcasts. That's incorrect. Yes, it's podcast at MCP Pod- library. No. Podcast. Podcast, yes. That's what I said. No, you said MCPL podcast. What is it? 
And <laughs> so the email address is podcast at mcplibrary.org or our website. It's mcpl podcast. mcplibrary.org slash podcast. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Or <laughs> you can, we're. We have a lot of sites. Yeah. yeah. Or we Podbean. also have our Podbean site, which yeah. is mcplpodcast.com. We don't have a Facebook. Not yet. No, not yet. But we post about episodes on the general Facebook page. We do. And, and you can listen to the episode yeah. embedded in the post, right? I believe so. Yeah. And yeah. so you can comment there, too. You can comment there. Yeah. You can also um, follow us on Instagram. Sure. Do you have an Instagram? Yeah. There's nothing there, but uh, <laughs> we'll have to put something up, huh? We'll have to make one of those audiograms. Those are cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah we'll do that. So for Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. We'll see you on the next show.